0: The furry fluff pieces end here. This is a weekly furry podcast that finally tells it like it is. There's no holding back on this week's episode of Unleashed. And now here's your host, Lifty Husky.
1: Greetings, folks, and welcome to another exciting week here on Unleashed. When you hear that intro, you know what it means. It's another week of furry news and information and rants with your host, the prescriber of the hard truth. And this week, I wanted to talk about some breaking news that was talked about this weekend. I was actually woken up to the news at like two in the morning on Friday, and uh, it's about this small convention that you may not have heard of. It's called Forever West. They recently were about to start this weekend, but they got called off at the last minute because of a bomb threat. So this week, we're going to talk about Forever West and what happened, what is it, and what kind of details are we given regarding its outcome and why things happened the way they were because things are not as they seem When I'm looking through all of the information in front of me about Forever West, things are not how they seem. So we're gonna look at it this week and talk about what we're seeing and what's going on. So first of all, let me give you a brief overview. Forever West is a very small convention that was slated to actually start last year in 2020, uh, around in the same time as this weekend. But it was supposed to start in 2020. And of course, the COVID-19 pandemic stopped that and they rescheduled it for 2021. And uh, it was supposed to start at Red Lion Inn in Cheyenne, Wyoming. If you don't know anything much about Wyoming, I'm the same way because I've never been to Wyoming. All I do know is that it is very sparsely populated. This is one of those states where you can crack a joke about your neighbor being 50 miles away and you'd have to basically commute over just to see your neighbor. So this convention is not a very large one. It was never set to be a very large convention. I wouldn't expect the furry community in Wyoming to be very big. But it's actually quite nice that there's representation in just about every state with furries, and this was certainly on its way to cementing that in Wyoming. So they rescheduled for September 24th to the 26th, and uh, I did check back in their archive, and yeah, they did have this back in 2020, they had this website. But early Friday morning, somebody got a message from Eventbrite saying that the event is called off due to a bomb threat. About 2 in the morning, I get a message from one of my friends. He sends me this information about Forever West, and one of them is a tweet from Danny Links, DDR Links, on Twitter. And uh, they send me this message saying, Dear attendees, we received a bomb threat and will no longer be able to hold the convention. We'll be refunding tickets as we can. The con was a significant financial strain, but we will do our best to refund everyone. Thank you. Sincerely, Galan Bowker. And uh, Galan Bowker, I don't know if I'm pronouncing that correctly, but I'm trying my best here, uh, is the chair of Forever West. And I looked through things on Forever West's website and Twitter, and I can already tell some things. So first of all, this is not a convention that has a large budget. Everything is designed very generically, very simply. And uh, even their banner on their Twitter profile, it looks like it came from 1997. <laughs> I mean, I kind of love that shit. I really do. And I do have a bit of a drawn. I'm, I'm kind of drawn to this convention because it's just a, a few people just like banding together and doing whatever they can to put together a convention for the furry community in Wyoming and I kind of feel like that that's that's kind of endearing so I'm not really here to shit on Forever West but I can also tell that everybody involved in Forever West is not experienced in conventions you can tell with the the banner the, the logo the uh, the website is uh, very simple. It has some spelling errors here and there. It has some errors. Yeah, at the very bottom, it says join our mailing list for all the latest updates and line of changes. We'll see you in September 2020. So that's how you can tell that this website was up back in 2020, but when COVID happened, they needed to just like switch breaks and, and then head towards 2021 instead. So here's another thing though. Of course, they get this information At the very last minute, and people have been talking about this. People have, of course, had their hearts set to come to Forever West. And even this, I'm I'm used to seeing a lot of fake messages. Last year, I saw a fake message about uh, Furthermore being canceled due to COVID. And it was like a week before Furthermore was to happen. And the chair had to actually come back and say, no, 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 that's fake. I don't know how they but it it was very legit looking because it was sent via furthermore's own email address was sending this to the people who registered. And I'm like, how the hell did somebody do this? I'm kind of used to seeing messages that look professional but are actual fakes. And uh, the Eventbrite message looks just like that. It looks like it's professional, but it actually also looks fake. So it was hard to believe, but yes, Forever West did confirm that they cancelled and they are actually held a small event at a park in Cheyenne instead. But let's look back at the message itself because there's a part that I want to highlight here and we're going to look at it in further detail after the messages. It says we will be refunding tickets as we can. The con was a significant financial strain but we will do our best to refund everyone. So just put that in the back of your head. Because I don't exactly want to point fingers and then I'm suddenly brought forth new information and I look like an ass because I assumed. I don't want to do that. But just hold that in the back of your head. I want to look at it further in the next segment. But anyway, this convention has been cancelled and the first thing furries want to do is point fingers. I have several fingers that I would like to point, but I'm not going to get to that just yet. I want to... Take a break, and we're going to come back. We're going to analyze some of the stuff that I've been seeing about Forever West in the fallout regarding this convention's cancellation. So stick around after these messages. We'll be back with more Unleashed after this. Unleashed.
0: I just was devastated. You get tied to them more than you realize.
1: Each year, the Pet Alliance of Greater Orlando takes care of thousands of pets looking for a new home. However, a devastating fire recently ripped through their shelter, leaving many dogs and cats without a home once again. This scene right here is just your living nightmare. Now they need your help more than ever. With your online donation, you can help ensure that the dogs and cats that survive the blaze get the care and shelter they need to be healthy and happy pets for loving families. Just go to PetAllianceOrlando.org today and click Donate. Every dollar counts and all donations are tax deductible. There's also other ways you can donate, such as donating supplies or even volunteer, all on their website. I'm
0: just happy for uh, who survived and who made it.
1: Head to PetAllianceOrlando.org to find out how you can help today. With your donation, a four-legged friend can become the best friend for someone near you. Welcome back to Unleashed. So in the last segment, we were talking about the background behind Forever West. And now we're going to shift over to another part of this mystery. Because as soon as it was announced that Forever West was canceled due to a bomb threat, the fingers went in all directions. Everybody was pointing their fingers at this person, that community, to see who done it. Now we're going to look at all the tweets that have been going off about Forever West and about their cancellation and about their bomb threat to see just what happened and who's really at play. So I want to just clear up the air a little bit and just say that I am in no way going to call blame on any group or organization on this podcast. I want you as independent thinkers and independent listeners to come up with your own hypotheses and determine for yourself what happened. You can certainly believe the original narrative, the null hypothesis, so to speak, in which this event just got a random bomb threat out of the blue and had to shut down for the safety of everyone. That's perfectly rational. It is perfectly rational to take a bomb threat seriously and to make sure that nobody is harmed. Even if you don't believe that it will actually happen, you can't take chances. With that said, I want to bring up three different hypotheses based on the tweets that I have read. The first hypothesis as to who is involved is called the rogue player hypothesis. This is a person who is involved in the furry community or who is somewhat invested in the furry community in some way, shape, or form and disagrees with Forever West or is trying to give a message to Forever West and decided they're just going to call a bomb threat on them. So I want to look at this one tweet from uh, MelaNacht on Twitter that says, Forever West was cancelled due to bomb threats. That's really messed up. I don't think it was a good time for a con, but no one deserves violent threats. Makes me wonder if the nazi is behind it because they're bitter about being called out. Oh boy. So let's go back to the AWU Association, which is the primary organization behind the quote-unquote Nazi-con, which we're going to call free for all. We're not going to call it the nazi anymore because that's not really fair without actually looking at all the evidence. What exactly they are. And what do they stand for? And who are they? And I'm not going to make too much of an assumption on this podcast episode about free-for-all. This is not an episode about free-for-all. It's about Forever West. So while you say that it's free-for-all that's involved, I want to also point out to this uh, tweet that was uh, done the day after that says, everyone, please lend the staff and attendees of this event, i.e. Forever West, some support if you can. It's terrible to hear that the actions of a few ruin something great for everyone. And all involved in attending must be devastated. Whatever happened, that's not right. Threats and violence are evil and unacceptable. Let's work together to make the world a kinder place for everyone. So going back to the rogue player hypothesis. Now, it is possible that somebody not officially affiliated with a Wu Association, like somebody that was looking to attend free-for-all, may have gotten miffed and decided they're gonna take their aggressions out on Forever West because they're a small fry. They're just starting out so they can easily take out Forever West with a single bomb threat. Now, let me point out that Forever West also had a COVID policy that was very, very simple. Now. If you look at the site for Forever West, you go down to the middle of it and it says, COVID policy, masks will be required unless you are vaccinated. This is completely different from any other convention that we have had in 2021. All conventions have required a mask on the premises. Whether you're vaccinated or not, you must wear the mask. Some have gone a step further and said that you need to be vaccinated in order to attend this event. I don't agree with that. But at the same time, if I disagree with their COVID policies, with any COVID policies, I'm open to talking to people. I'm not going to bomb threat your event if you have a COVID policy that I don't agree with. Like, come on. (laughs) But nevertheless, let's look at this. And then also be reminded that we have mass Nazis. We have vaccine Nazis that will go to every single furry event and just whisper in their ear, hey, do you require the vaccine? I hope you're requiring the vaccine. So I'm not saying that rogue players didn't do it. I'm not saying that rogue players did do it. But I just want to point this out. And I don't really know the truth of the matter. So I'm just like guessing with all of you. But nevertheless, there's... A couple reasons why rogue players may have had a hand in this. And there's also reasoning to show that rogue players didn't do anything regarding this. Now, I'm not saying that Peace Wolf and uh, Free For All staff, they had anything to do with this. But I'm saying that rogue players may have broken away and decided to do their own thing and be vigilantes or whatever and go after this convention for whatever reason. And just decided they're going to shut it down to send a message. I don't agree with this. But at the same time, could it have happened that way? Absolutely. So let's look at another hypothesis. Hypothesis number two. The lone wolf hypothesis. Now, what differs between the lone wolf and the rogue player is that the lone wolf is not affiliated with furries at all. They have no skin in the game, but they don't like furries. They don't like the furry association, they don't like furries, they don't like anything that has to do with us. They just don't like us. And so they're going to, by threat, get us shut down and get us intimidated. Let me look at this tweet from Sparkles Wolf on Twitter that says, At Forever West, and this is why I moved away from Cheyenne, is stupid ass cowards faking bomb threats. I bet you it is some Bible-hugging cunt that disagrees with the fur culture, so they decided to fake a bomb threat so it can get cancelled. Again, lone wolf. They have no attachment to the furry community. Now, I'm not talking about Sparkle's Wolf. I'm talking about the person who called the bomb threat. They're a lone wolf. They have no attachment to the furry community. And they'll call a bomb threat because they don't agree with us. They have no interest in talking with anybody about this because you cannot reason with these people. You cannot talk reason with them. You cannot actually tell them to put the bomb threat down. Because they are not of sound mind and body. But this is what a lone wolf does. They go completely against the grain and decide to take matters into their own hands in the best way that they can. And the lone wolves are actually the most dangerous because they have typically nothing to lose. So if they say they're going to do a bomb threat, they might actually do it. You have to watch out for the lone wolves because you don't know what they're going to do. They're so unpredictable. If they tell you a a bomb threat is happening, they might just say, yeah, I'm just going to just drop off a bomb at this place and, you know, bye. And your brain is starting to just make guesses as to what the hell they're going to do. And you can't, you have no time to react. You have to go in the direction of safety. You have to make sure that everybody's safe. You cannot fuck around with lone wolves. So this is what's scary about this whole thing, is that if there's this many lone wolves in Cheyenne to the point where Sparkle's wolf is having to leave Wyoming entirely, then that could be a problem for this event in the years going forward. This is just going to keep happening and happening and happening until somebody finds the lone wolf and decides they're going to arrest them. So this is the lone wolf hypothesis. And then finally... I can't rule out the third hypothesis, and this is the most controversial. It's an inside job. What do I mean by that? I mean that it's possible that the bomb threat was just a ruse, that there was no bomb threat, and that from within the organization, there was a lot of disorganization, there was a lot of mismanagement, and the event was not going to go as planned, because of general incompetence within the organization things were going to go downhill very fast if they went on with it anyway so i want to go to this excerpt of this conversation that was forwarded to me from a friend uh and this is a conversation between grovel husky wonderful podcaster and furry journalists she's really great at keeping up with all of these conventions i don't know how she does it but amazing amazing job. She has a conversation between Grovel Husky and Omega Gold, where they talk about the convention not being too well known. Grovel Husky, of course, gave it a signal boost on their news feed. Not many furs in the state knew about it. The chair of Forever West hasn't communicated to any of the committee. And this is coming from Omega Gold, which is the chair of security for Forever West. The chair of Forever West hasn't communicated to any of the committee and was just like, we are doing this without any planning. I'm part of that committee and I didn't know this con was on till just two weeks ago. There was no advertisement or even a shout out like Denver. Right now, I believe he is trying to help with marketing and anything else that seems off since he and I both feel like this whole con was poorly planned out in the first place. So remember when I told you to go back to that message where the Eventbrite message said that it was a financial strain on everyone's budgets. And I I just feel like that's a very off thing to say for this event that got a bomb threat. And it kind of makes sense in the context that it was said because it's going to be a financial strain to actually refund everyone. But at the same time, what you need is to show support and solidarity for your community instead of saying, well, this is going to hurt us more than it's going to hurt you kind of thing. And, and remember when I said in the first segment that sometimes messages can look real but also look fake. So this message from Eventbrite, it does that. It, it has bomb thread as one word, as thank you, all in a lowercase. It has Galan Bowker as a list. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's just a weird message. It is a very weird message. It definitely feels like it was just sent out there, very rushed, and not a lot of thinking was went into messaging for this event, especially since it, it also weird that somebody else broke the news before Forever West did, not Forever West themselves. Forever West just confirmed what this person just received. It's all very bizarre how it's all going down. And like I said, everything is not all as it seems. So going further, I have an, another tweet from Sparkles Wolf that I want to talk about. It could be possible on one of the emails it said that they're canceling it based on a bomb threat and a financial strain. So chances are they just didn't have enough money for the event. There's also no news about a bomb threat and none of the hotel staff knew about a bomb threat. And then somebody, Yomi Umbertales, on Twitter, responded, I live in Cheyenne and heard nothing about a bomb threat. I even contacted a friend of mine in the Cheyenne Police Department, and he told me straight up they have had zero reports of a bomb threat. So I can almost guarantee that it's fake and made up. This is bad. This is very bad optics. If it's an inside job like they are implying, it's very bad optics for this convention going forward because... While you get initial attention drawn to yourself and your event from this and some solidarity, if the news breaks out that this was all an inside job to try to get this event reorganized for next year, then everybody's going to drop you like a hot potato. Everybody's going to see you as this hoax con that hoaxed everybody into either taking their money and running or just not holding an event, even though they already planned it for over a year, blah, blah, blah. So this is very troubling news. I, I really, I don't want to think of it as an inside job, but I can't cross it out either. There's just too many things that don't add up here. But those are our hypotheses that we have to work with. And in the final segment, we're just going to wrap things up because I'm up against the clock again. And I just want you to stick around and we're going to talk about what this means for this convention going forward and what it means for conventions overall. So stick around. Don't go away. We'll have more Unleashed after this. Unleashed.
0: Looking for the best events in the DC metro area, look no further than Metro Furs Events. Listings for the hottest furry events that are happening now in the DMV. Looking to host an event? Get the word out there with Metro Furs Events. Join us today on Telegram at t.me slash MetroFurs. Metro Furs Events!
1: Have you ever wanted to grow your audience in new and exciting ways, but found advertising difficult or expensive? Hi, Lifty here, and you can grow your audience today on this podcast, reaching thousands of listeners weekly on Anchor and Spotify. To get started, just email us at liftyunleashed at gmail.com, and you too can grow your audience with us. Unleashed welcome back to unleashed so i just want to wrap things up here because i don't have a lot of time i spent a lot of time going over a lot of the evidence and a lot of what is being talked about regarding this convention and some of it is of course support but a lot of it is also not that great of a look for forever west so i just want to just wrap things up now i think that Of all the three hypotheses that we talked about, I think the one that is the weakest is probably the rogue player's hypothesis. And the reason being is that there's no real solid reasoning behind being a rogue player and wanting to take down this tiny convention out in Wyoming that almost nobody knows about. It's not very likely that somebody is actually going to call a bomb threat on a convention because they disagree with the COVID policies. There's more than one way to tell a convention that, hey, I don't agree with your COVID policies. Let's work to see if we can change it. And whether they listen to you or not is a completely different story. But at the same time, nothing justifies a bomb threat. Let me repeat that. Nothing justifies a bomb threat. So whether or not it's because of COVID policies or because of petty revenge, there's nothing that justifies calling a bomb threat on this event. But what is troubling is going into the inside job hypothesis, you find a lot of things that are not good. There is no mention of a bomb threat in the news in Wyoming. You, I, I went during the break and tried to look up any news on the bomb threat. No, nothing. And not only that, they mentioned that there's uh, their cousin is a police in uh, in Cheyenne and they didn't have a call of a bomb threat. The hotel staff didn't know anything about a bomb threat. While I'm not ruling out a bomb threat here, it's weakening the bomb threat to where who received the bomb threat? That's the big question. Who got the bomb threat? And it could be that it was the staff. Somebody in the staff or, or the chair itself. They could have gotten the bomb threat and acted accordingly. But at the same time, bomb threats are a federal crime. Like, I would think that the FBI would want to know anybody that calls in a bomb threat anywhere, where are they? What are they doing? Are they going to call a bomb threat somewhere else? They want to know a lot of things about this bomb threat. And the fact that you're not knowing much about the bomb threat besides that it quote-unquote exists is troubling. And it's also very troubling that people are starting to mumble that this may have been a sign of gross incompetence rather than a actual security risk. So I want to go back to the lone wolf hypothesis, because as I mentioned then, it's very troubling if there are a lot of people in Wyoming that would call in a bomb threat whenever there's a furry event happening. Because guess what? Anytime you do this event, anytime in the future, somebody's going to Just pick up their phone, call the hotel, and call in a bomb threat. And whoop, there it goes again. So will we ever find the truth as to what happened and who called in the bomb threat? My answer is no. I'll tell you why. Remember MFF 2013? There was the chlorine gas attack. Guess who was caught? That's right. Nobody. Nobody was caught about that. They never found the dude that was responsible for the chlorine gas attack at MFF. So what makes you think that anybody would want to investigate who called in this bomb threat? Now, the FBI, they might be interested in They might be. And I say that very loosely, but I don't know. To be honest, I don't know if they'll ever just pick up the phone and actually start doing the legwork to figure out who called this bomb threat. We will probably never know who did this. And if it points to the organization itself... We may know that, but it's going to take a lot of snooping and probably is going to have to be somebody blowing the whistle on the inside before we figure out that, no, the bomb threat wasn't real. It was all a hoax. And, well, there goes Forever West completely. You can't trust the organization after that because they just lied to you. They just lied to you for your money. Unfortunately, we will never really know the truth behind this bizarre turn of events but hopefully it doesn't mean that we have exposed an Achilles heel in the furry con scene because I know there are people who don't like furries and would love to see this happen in real time so that they can just do it at any other event near them and call it off and then suddenly just fuck with us but I'm going to call it a night from there I would like you to follow me on Twitter at Lifty Unleashed. If you like what you hear, that's where I'm going to be posting the new episodes. That's where I'm going to be posting extra stuff from other people. That's where I'm going to be posting actual promotions for this show and other things. So definitely follow us on Twitter at Lifty Unleashed. And also the conversation continues at Lifty Unleashed on Twitter. If you want to talk and have a message, leave a message for this show. Feel free to do so on our anchor station, anchor.fm lift the Unleashed. Leave a one minute voice message and I will get to it and review it. And you might see this, your message on a future episode of Unleashed. So anyway, thank you again. Feel free to subscribe to this podcast. Make sure you don't miss an episode and I will see you next week. Good night.
0: Be sure to follow us online on Twitter, twitter.com slash Lifty Unleashed. Subscribe to this podcast and tune in next week for another exciting episode of Unleashed.